0: from Lawson.com. and this is episode 38 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one is going to be all about thank you and a little drawing exercise like challenge thing that I found which is really fun so that's going to be the main topics there's also the book book and this week's book book is feeling is the secret by Neville Goddard and there's also the little art tip of the week and this one is all about sausages <laughs> sausages so that's what's coming up on this week's podcast you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and I think that is it before we get into the main topic I wanted to talk about SVS Learn again which is an online art school sort of thing with a load of drawing classes and painting and everything. And I started last week on a course called How to Draw Everything. I'm currently 77% of the way through because the courses track everything you're doing. It's really it's really good how it works. And I'm gonna do a proper podcast in the future about SVS Learn. But I just wanted to say how much fun it is and because I've only done one course so far, it's It's been done by Jake Parker. I just what I wanted to say about it is the reason I'm really liking this course is because he's actually keeping it real. So he's the teacher, and as he's as he's teaching you, at the moment he's teaching stuff like how to draw basic shapes and how to draw basic shapes in three D space. But so he's like he's demonstrating how to draw these shapes, but every so often he'll make a mistake. But he'll keep the mistakes in there. And I really like that. There's somebody called Marshall Vandruff ...who did this amazing perspective course... ...which I studied from a few years ago. And he was the same. He he wasn't afraid to show his mistakes. And I really like that. Because what it means is it, it makes you feel like... Because Jake Parker has done... I think he said he's been drawing for 35 years. So he's, thir- he's been drawing for 35 years... And yet he's still making these little mistakes, and that just sort of makes me feel quite inspired because it's it's almost like even this master can still make mistakes, and so it, it kind of frees you up a bit because it means when you make a mistake when you make a mistake, you sort of think well it doesn't matter too much, <laughs> like it allows you to not be perfect anymore really. So I I really like Jake Parker's style. It's very nice and another example is um I've never ever seen this before but I love it and so in the middle of the in the middle of the video he's got in the middle of the course he's got two videos set up he's got one showing his face and another one on top of his desk so he can demonstrate what he's drawing and what happened was in the middle of this course he's demonstrating and suddenly the batteries run out on the camera now what I love is anyone else I'm pretty sure everybody else doing like a professional course would have paused it and either retaken it like reshot the whole thing or just edited it and cut it out cutted it out. they would have like edited it out but he kept the whole thing in and I just I love this so for about 30 seconds all you saw was him replacing the batteries <laughs> and there's something about this which just it really I can't, I can't, I don't think I can explain it, but it sort of, it makes it, it, he's keeping it real, really. I think that's what it is, he's keeping it real. And it gives you confidence to learn from him. Um, and I've learnt so much in this past week already. I'm really enjoying it, and he's what's really good about this course is he, he gives you lots of different exercises to do. So you've always got something to do. And what I've been doing is, for 30 minutes before going to bed, I've been doing these little practice exercises... Um, and it's just really good, so I'm really enjoying SVS Learn. And I can't wait to do a podcast in the future about it, because there's so many courses on there that I want to do as well. So that's a, that's just a little thing about SVS Learn. And let's get into this week's main topic. There's actually two, and I I think they're going to be very little. But one of them is something that I remembered this week, which I hadn't done for quite a while, but I just remembered how powerful it was. And that is to say thank you, especially when you're in the middle of something that you don't like. So, I can't remember what it was, but during this week, I found myself in a situation which I wasn't enjoying. And my mind was starting to go into this place of, like, sort of negativity. And I just remembered to say thank you. And I said thank you, and all of a sudden, because what it does is, when you say, if you're in the middle of something, and this works for absolutely anything... And I would almost say that the worst, the worse the situation is, the more powerful it will be to say thank you. And it's so simple and so easy. So let's just say, for instance, or let's go to, let's go to an extreme, and let's say you was in a shopping centre or something, and somebody come in with a gun. (laughs) This is extreme, but they come in with a gun and they were pointing at you, about to kill you. This is mental i don't know if i should say this but let's just say that instead of freaking out if you actually say thank you it none of it would matter so what it does is it means nothing matters it kind of what it does is it takes you out of the situation and it makes you realize that there's no need to get upset or get negative or angry or anything about whatever situation you're in if you say thank you it kind of turns it into a comical situation. So, like, if you imagine you was in that shop and this person had a gun, instead of being scared, you say thank you. You would probably start laughing. Um, and so, what it does is it just it diffuses the situation. Really, it makes you zoom out and see the whole. So instead of being focused on this horrible situation, you say thank you. And suddenly, it doesn't matter. And this this has worked for so many things in in the in the last few years. I think I started it in 2016. It was actually when I was feeling I was going through like a period of suicidalness. And I remember that during one of these really horrible moments, I said thank you. And so I was I was sitting there crying, like really feeling horrible. I said thank you, and I started laughing, and and that that's when it that's when I realised how powerful thank you was because it made me start laughing. So I'm in the middle of this horrible experience, and I, I I was laughing, and I started thinking, hang on, yeah, this is fun, this is funny. It it sort of made me come out of it, and instead of my thoughts going off, carrying on in this spiral of like negativity. <laughs> saying thank you it just sort of broke that and and then what i did was i i just started every time that happened every time i had a horrible thought or every time i found myself in a situation that i i didn't want to be in or something i would just say thank you and i'd start laughing it's just a simple thing the hardest the hardest bit about this is remembering to say thank you especially when you're in the middle of a horrible situation or something that's when you need to say it most if you can if you can get your if you can remember to say thank you, it's amazing how much it will change the situation, so I just wanted to bring that up on the podcast because I thought it's it's this really little thing, and it's one of these things that until you do it, you might think it's just not that important, but it's really powerful. so I thought it would be quite good to share that and the other thing I wanted to talk about this week was a new drawing exercise. Which is like a little drawing challenge. It's made by Jake Parker who he's also on SBS Learn. But he's got this little 8 minute drawing. It's called 8 Minute Drawing Challenge. And I'll link to it in the show notes. Because he's got a a 16 minute YouTube video where he talks about it. He's also made this 8 minute timer which is part of the challenge. So I'll link to that all in the show notes. But this drawing challenge is I said last week, Harold, gesture drawing was a lot of fun. I feel like this one is is the same level of funness, but it's also really funny. So what it is is you have eight minutes to draw six to do six little drawings, and what you do is you get a piece of like an A4 piece of paper. It doesn't have to be, but this is how Jake Parker did it. You get a piece of A4 paper, cut it up into six six equal spaces and then what you do is you pick something to draw. So I think Jake Parker does it from memory. So he might he in the video he wanted to draw a car. So what he did was he from his memory, from his mind, he started drawing a car. But I'm I've been doing it with reference images. So like the first one I did was a dragon. So I found an image of a dragon and then what you do is on this drawing challenge you have you have 4 minutes to draw the dragon then you have 2 minutes then you have 1 minute then you have 30 seconds 15 seconds and then 5 seconds and each square is one of those so the first drawing you have 4 minutes and what that means is you have 4 minutes is actually quite a long time even though it doesn't seem like it it's quite a long time so you have 4 minutes to draw a dragon in that little square and then, when you use this um, little timer that Jake Parker's made, when it hits the four minutes, you'll hear a little beep, which means it's time to move on to the next one. And then you have two minutes. And so the first one, when I'm using when I'm using the reference image, that first one I can sort of spend a minute studying what I'm drawing. But the two-minute one, there's not really enough time to study it, but I can still like look at the reference image. Um, But when it gets to the one minute one, at that point you, you kind of have to start drawing. This is why it's good for somebody like me who's not used to drawing without reference. When you get to that one minute one, you kind of have to start drawing without looking at the reference. So this is, what I really like about this drawing exercise is, it's you're studying, you're studying what you're drawing, but you're also starting to draw from your head. So it's kind of doing both at the same time. And then what's really fun is these last ones, this is where it gets funny. So the first one, it looks quite like what you're supposed to be drawing. The two minute one, you're starting to sort of simplify things. And then by the one minute one, you're now getting really basic. But the 30 second one, you you start to realise you haven't got enough time. And that's when after that, it just goes crazy because you, you know you've only got 15 seconds you just literally start scribbling things down and it gets really funny so like the other day I did um, a Bob the Builder because I didn't know what to draw so I just thought of a random word of builder I googled builder and there was an image of Bob the Builder which is his little cartoon character (laughs) so I did a four minute Bob the Builder a two minute one and then when I got to the one minute one he suddenly started turning into this like like a blob really <laughs> and then by the last one bob the builder by the end when i only had like five seconds he, pr- he basically become like blob the builder <laughs> he, all i could draw was just like a blob but even that blob it still had some sort of shape to it which is why it's quite fun because it means that even though it looks like a blob there's still some you can still sort of see what the important shapes are inside of that blob it's just really funny, and I just find the hum- I just find it really funny. <laughs> it's, I think I might put some of my images in the show notes to give an example, but it is really funny, and it's very interesting as well. And what Jay Parker said on the video is, I think he said the one minute one is where you'll f- start to find your style. So the four minute one, you're kind of copying it. The two minute one, you're still looking at it, but because with the one minute one, you're now drawing from your mind you're now bringing together what you've just been looking at with your own sort of style and like jake parker recommends this drawing exercise to find your style um but you're also breaking things down into these basic shapes which is quite interesting but for me the main thing i've been getting out of it really is starting to be able to draw things without looking at them and i think this would be really handy for drawing characters in the future so if i wanted to draw say fan art of a video game character i could sort of study the character and then by the end of it i would start to know what the basic shapes are of that character and i reckon if you did this enough times especially with the same image like for me if i kept doing this with the same character in different poses i think if i did it enough time You'd end up being able to draw that character without looking at it. So it's just a really good little exercise. And I've I've started doing these every day now. And I think I'm going to keep doing that. And because it's an 8 minute challenge. It only takes like 10 minutes at the most. And like I said if you don't know what to draw. You just think of a random word. Google it and pick one of the images. So that's this week's main topics. But we now have this week's book book. and this week's book book is a really little book it's only 43 pages it's I think the book is half it's a very little book it's probably a third of a sheet of A4 so it's a tiny little book it's only a few pages and the text is really big and I actually I just reread this book about an hour ago and I finished it in an hour So it's a very quick read, but the thing with this book is, like every single page is just full of so many beautiful quotes. As I was reading through it, I was putting these little pink slips, like stickers, on the pages, and the book is now covered in, there's probably about 40 little slips, each one relating to a quote that I wanted to talk about, but there's so many of them that I can't really, I'd end up reading the whole book. So I'm going to pick, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to pick a few. The little quotes to get an idea of what the book is about. But the book is called Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. And there is four chapters in this book, and they are Law and Its Operation, Chapter 2 is Sleep, Chapter 3 is Prayer, which is also like meditation, and chapter 4 is Spirit-Feeling. And what this book is about is it's really about the power of the mind and how everything you think becomes real. So I've just opened up the book on one of these quotes I've got and this quote is what you feel you are always dominates what you feel you would like to be. Therefore to be realised the wish must be felt as a state that is rather than a state that is not, and what he's talking about here, or Neville is Neville a man? I'm not sure, but what they're talking about is if because this book is all about basically whatever you are feeling is is talking about the consciousness and the subconscious and how they are related to each other, and this is why it talks about sleep and meditation because that's where you're dealing with the subconscious whereas in the waking you're dealing with the consciousness and what that quote was talking about is how how you phrase what you're thinking and uh, will change how you're feeling and certain feelings have more power over others so it says the dominant of two feelings is the the dominant of two feelings is the one expressed so it says i am healthy is a stronger feeling than I will be healthy. It says to feel I will be, is to confess I am not. I am is stronger than I am not. And this, what this is why this book is amazing because it, it basically, you you start to look at what you're saying. I I remember reading this book in twenty sixteen because I remember talking to it talking about it with my gender therapist and this was about the time when I was really in the middle of my transition and and dealing with a lot of limiting beliefs really and I think this is probably about the time when I started affirmations which is a daily affirmation where you keep repeating something and in the end because at first it's weird affirmations are really weird so an affirmation might be something like I am sexy (laughs) So, if you at first, if you don't believe that, you'll say I am sexy, but you won't believe it. But if you say it, say, 20 times, you, you still won't believe it. But then if you do that for, say, 10 days, you probably still won't believe it if you really didn't believe it when you started. But what starts to happen is at some point, you do start to believe it. And then what happens then is if you keep doing it you end up not just believing it but you know it and so at some point what happens is at some point you don't even have to say it anymore because you now know that you are sexy and it's because you kept telling yourself you are sexy whereas because like for me I remember one time I was at a transgender support group and I actually said to the group that I feel ugly and I didn't know what to do about this and it felt like something that was holding me back. Because I, obviously I just didn't like myself. I didn't love myself. So I came up with this affirmation of saying. I am sexy. What I actually said was. I am sexy as fuck." <laughs> I am sexy as a The naughty word. I am sexy as fuck. <laughs> so I kept repeating that. And the reason I put, put it like that is. Using the f word it kind of made it more powerful to me and it also made it funny again like saying thank you makes something funny by me saying I am sexy as f it every time I said it it made it made me sort of laugh and um, and what happened was I just kept saying that every single day like 10 day, 10 times in the morning 10 times at night and I would also just say it during the day randomly and I don't know how long it took. It took a couple of months. But in the end, I actually started to believe it. And like now, I know I am sexy. Because I also know that everyone is sexy. Because it's so weird. Everything changes when you start changing your thoughts. That's something I've noticed. But that's really what this book is all about. It's Every single page is amazing. And what I really liked about this book was, there's a quote in here somewhere, which is beautiful, but they say how the conscious mind is like seen as the male and the subconscious is seen as the female. And what they say is when you go to sleep, what what Neville Goddard says is when you go to sleep and when you're meditating and stuff, that is one of the only times when the male and female come together, which I love that I love that sort of way of looking at it. Um but what this book talks about is how whatever you feel whatever you feel becomes real because you feel with the conscious so you're in control of that but what becomes real comes from the subconscious which you're not in control of you're not in control of what the subconscious of how the subconscious does it but you are in control of what you feel what you feed the subconscious so this is what the book is all about. It's, it's about getting that relationship between the consci- your consciousness and the subconscious, and just understanding that everything you feel is going to become real. And this is I've spoke about this with my gender therapist about how this can, this can be quite a scary thing because I said to her, "This is this is quite scary because it means anything bad that happens, that means you're in control of that." So it means that if you if you did start going down a negative mind place, you would end up getting lots of negativity. So it's like that spider-man quote about great power, great responsibility, or something. <laughs> it is it is like that. Is when you start seeing th- this is all about really. The, it is about the secret, and when you start seeing the secret, you realise that just how important it is to be in control of your thoughts. Um, because your thoughts are what lead to feelings i'm going to see if i've managed to find that quote so i'll read the whole thing it says it is in sleep and in prayer a state akin to sleep that man enters the subconscious to make his impressions and receive his instructions in these states the conscious and subconscious are creatively joined the male and female become one flesh Sleep is the time when the male or conscious mind turns from the world of sense to seek its lover or subconscious self. The subconscious, unlike the woman of the world who marries her husband to change him, has no desire to change the conscious waking state, but loves it as it is and faithfully reproduces its likeness in the outer world of form. The conditions and events of your life are your children formed from the moulds of your subconscious impressions in sleep. They are made in the image and likeness of your innermost feeling, that they may reveal you to yourself. I just think that is beautiful, because it's a really vivid visual way of looking at it. So I would definitely recommend this book, and in fact I'm going to keep it by the side of my bed. Because I think it's one of those books, it would be nice to just read it every now and again. Especially before going to sleep. Just to get your mind into a nice place. So that's this week's little book book. It is Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. And that means it's time for this week's little art tip. And this one is all about sausages. (laughs) Sausages. Sausages. I like the word sausages. 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 (laughs) <laughs> sausages Sausage 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 There's no word like sausage. Sausage is a really weird word, isn't it? Sausage Sausage sausage. sausage. Why sausage? Why does sausage sound so weird? It doesn't sound like all the other words sausage Sausage so this week's little art tip is about sausages and it's a little art tip to be able to gently remove pencil from one of your drawings so this is good if you're doing like sketching or something and you wanted to remove the sketchy lines what you can do is if you turn a kneaded eraser into like a sausage shape a sausage (laughs) into a sausage shape like you can do that in your hand like that like you got a bit of scene, so you turn it into like a sausage and then you lightly roll it over your pencil drawing what it does is it gently pulls off some of the pencil like with these drawing exercises on this svs learn course sometimes you end up with a shape which is covered in loads of perspective lines so that's when you get the sausage out <laughs> that sounds rude sausage get your sausage out that's when you get the the kneaded eraser as a sausage, and you roll, roll it across the drawing. And what you can do is you can remove these like grid lines. Actually, this would be good for gridding. If you if you were using grids on your sketching, because sometimes when I'm doing a sketch, I'm not going to get the light box out for a sketch, but I still want like guidelines. Because like if I'm doing a figure drawing. Sometimes I'll draw a rectangle that I want the whole figure to be in. So you could use this sausage to remove the pencils on that. So it's just a really little tip. But it's it's something I'm going to keep doing now. Because I've had the kneaded eraser for like five years or something. And I never thought to do that. I've The way I always used to do it was to turn it into a point And sort of try to erase each line independently. But if you do this sausage thing... It will it will remove the light lines but keep the dark ones there, and then you can just go over the darker ones with a bit more pencil. So that's a, it's just a good way to remove pencils from your drawing if you ever if you ever end up with too much pencils on your paper. So that's this week's little sausage tip, <laughs> and I think that is it for this week's podcast. So you can find show notes and everything at sophieLawson.com find me on youtube at youtube.com slash sophie dawson, and you can also send messages messages sausage message message messages sounds a bit like sausages but you can send sausages to me at sophie slash contact or leave sausages in the comments on the youtube videos so that's this week's podcast all that's left is this week's inspirational quote It actually goes to neville goddard who did this week's book book but this quote isn't from that book but the quote is this world is brought into being by man's imagination neville goddard